Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home. Hey, how's it going today? This is your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk about POW! POW POW! Pro Wrestling's not one, but two nights of wrestling. Can can we be hipsters and call it a double shot? And make the, the OG the OG wrestling fans angry? A double shot of my indie wrestling love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jungle love. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. A double header, double feature. You name it. A two pack. There it is. X Pac. That's six. X Pac. And then we also got some other uh, news and notes. And notes. And rumor and innuendo. And a, and a, and a, and a, and a. We're going to chat you up. Okay, chat, chat me up, Philly Joe. Damn. You can go straight to hell. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You're, you're lucky. You're lucky I've sat down. Tight getting back up. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Astro loving enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> the Human Wrestling Database. Who loves his Yankees? The Corey Mack. Uh, I mean, it's fair. I shot, I shot at you. You shot at me. <laughs> Who shot first? Uh, Back and to the, the left. left. Uh, I'm here, and I'm ready to talk all the things professional wrestling or sports entertainment or professional entertainment or um, Profes- sports wrestling. Professional wrestling entertainment. Spressling. Spressling. Yep. Bless you. Thank you. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Google. My team sucks. So, uh, <laughs> you, you shout out to Chris Benoit. You had a good, uh, <laughs> y- you had a good run at the end. Did I? No, not him, but like your team. They didn't both like it. clue where he is. He's in some dimension. It's not this one. I want to be with Walden. So you guys want to talk about pow? Yeah, let's talk about pow. Pow, pow, pow. So they did a double feature, double nights, uh, Friday, Saturday. Um, I will, Sadly, uh, I was not able to attend. I had a passing in my family, so I wasn't able to attend. However... Where do you get cheap pop? Thank you. Cheap sympathy. Cheap sympathy pop. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm going the boss man in here. However, poem. we found a way, and we were able to watch the shows. However, the uh, wrestling database was at... Bumps in the night. I'll just, I'll just break the wall here. Right. I put a ring camera in at the Lions Club. It's on the roof. So it's a weird it's a weird angle. It's nothing. It's straight top down. It's like hell in the cell for four hours. But, you know, I got it's it weird. done. It's weird. <laughs> I got it done. You got the job done? That's right. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. But. However, it just felt weird when the camera zoomed into the men's bathroom. I don't know why. Just. I thought we had. And to the left. When the when the final three count would happen, it just cut to the bathroom. Like, what's hey, happening? Everybody, three count. One, One two, two, three. So let's talk about night one. Let's do it. Let's go to Kaiser debuting at the Lions Club, Kaiser, Oregon. I gotta say, I like the uh, I liked the layout. It's a good looking venue. Yeah, I do's enjoy it. I mean, it's better than the one place in Salem. Fuck them. There it is. There it is. But what no, a, it, what a crock! It, it's like, oh, right. it's it's one of those things. Crock of shit. It's one of those things. Thank of, you, Xbox. 
hey, hey, right. Uh, it's one of those things of like, I like the layout because it reminded me of the East Coast wrestling uh, show. Uh, the producer, <laughs> the that we producer might know the East Coast wrestling show when all the fans are up to next WWE to Beyond oh. Wrestling, like nice. that that layout. So got it. I got nothing. Okay. Well, you got the matches. Do Joe. I do have the matches. Hey, man, shut up. Damn. <laughs> to the moon. We're going to start out. Uh, just, a, just a good old-fashioned classic wrestling match. How about that? No. We got the nice guy. Vinny Massaro. A, uh, excuse me. A, the real Pal Pro Wrestling Champion. The real Pal Pro Wrestling Champion. Well, he definitely lost because he's a loser, but, you know. Last time I checked, there's shenanigans. Former Pal Pro Wrestling Champion. Probably never will be again. Uh, Vinny Massaro defeats Zicky Dice. So, just, just like I said, just a, a classic wrestling match with just two vets showing you what's what. This screams Royal Rumble 94 to me. It's a good thing. Let's put you. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying bad things. Let's put Tatanka and Bam Bam out there because they're going to be back in that rumble later. Let's put them first, so you can get the crowd going. Plus, give them a rest before they are probably featured prominently later on in the night. Makes sense. It was. It was a fun match. The I got to say, Ziggy has uh, gotten into great shape. I mean, you know why? It's because he's under the tutelage, under the wing, if you will. Of the greatest sports entertainer of all time, Mr. Johnny Swinger. How can you not get better? Yeah. Um, the only reason to watch Impact, and even then, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was, a, it was a fun match. I. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Booba. Yeah. Who won that match? Cleanly, by the way. Well, I, I just said. Super. You were clean. listening. Who was it? That that no good. Oh, there it is. Joe hasn't listened to the podcast live Eating since. Pizza <laughs> with a fork ass, Sabaro oh. Levin, Vinny Massaro. Oh, no, 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 no. Last no. time Jeff was I, here. I, I wanted him to just repeat the winner. You know, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It, it was clean too. I don't think he super clean. I don't think he used a. Uh, I mean, anything. It was clean in the way that Flint's water is clean, but you know. <laughs> that's been clean for like it's four sad, years, right? It's sad that that's still super topical. <laughs> It, it will continue to be topical because <laughs> yeah. this country, because this company, you know, this country sucks. The great A of USA, you got it. <laughs> you number one. You number one. Uh, yeah, this was fantastic. What a great way to upload the card. I, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a bone here. Bone to pick. Not my chance. for just for just a moment. The crowd. Okay. Good, good crowd. Mm-hmm. Hot crowd. That's not vocal picking, crowd. That's not picking a bone. Vocal crowd. We are. The Pacific Northwest. Yes. We are grade A fans of professional wrestling. Yes, yes, yes. We expect the best. We get the best. We also should give the best. Which That's means right. stop what chanting. Ugh. Knock it off. You know, we are better than that. Fucking stop. But it's not the chant I hate the most in wrestling. What? Fight forever. Oh, there's that. There's Fight this forever. is wrestling. There's, but like when oh yeah, La or, or Vinny or somebody's on the mic, don't fucking what? Stop it. That shit has been over for 25 fucking years. Knock no, it off. It doesn't get royalties for it when you say it. What? Jesus Christ. What? Anyways. Hey, I, the only funny thing about the what chant is Mac be doing it to himself on game day. 
That's because only nine people get what he's doing. And we get that. That whole crowd has no idea what he's doing. Sir, we're two of that nine, so it works for us. That's two. That's two. (laughs) One and one in, one one out. Come on now. Sounds a good way to start the crowd. Yeah, uh, Uh, yeah, no, you can't can't go wrong. Vinny is a a heat magnet in that crowd. Uh, Just... Vinny's the nice guy. He's the Pal Pro cha- Wrestling I mean, Champion. He eats pizza. Where's, the- his, where's his damn rematch? He shouldn't be facing Ziggy. Hey, I love Ziggy. First of all, but- he, he brought it up with old influencer oh. Brian Zane. <laughs> and Brian Zane was like, well, you don't deserve shit, which is correct. It's horse hockey. Oh, so that pajama wearing <laughs> pony boy to Clark Kent looking son yeah. of a bitch. Hey, you know what? When Vinny stops eating pizza with a fork, he can get his fucking rematch. Influencer That's all I'm saying. Nuts. First off, Vinny has class, so you shut your mouth. Shut your mouth when you're talking you're to me. Mouth. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. I said shut, but okay. go ahead. <laughs> shit or shut, up to you. Anywho. Shit, shit or get off the toilet. Let's get out of here. Next. Make got tree get the fuck out of here. Hey, man. Uh, your next match is a six-person tag match. You have Dr. Cleaver, King Naja, and Kikio. Kikio. Defeating Amira team right there. and the mm-hmm. Flaming Aces. Wow, this is classic pure, violence pure versus underdog babyface. White yeah. meat babyface against mean evil team. Put this in my veins. It's old school wrestling. Uh, I love it. I, I am so high on Amira. Oh my god, she is crushing it. Even just being so new into the <laughs> into the ring. But Kikio. Kikyo. Maybe the highlight of the match here. Uh, Kikyo can go. Uh, worked like a lot. Beat the shit out of the Flaming Aces <laughs> most of the match. <laughs> and then Cleaver kind of came in and cleaned up. And then uh, at the end, Naja got the win with the old uh, the old rear naked choke. I value Cleaver a great deal. Uh, he is super important on shows like this. Fantastic Mohawk. Yeah, I mean, the, the just Mohawk's a fantastic first class, but... Mohawk. Yeah, no, he's Joe. for those who know, they know. Like Cleaver's top notch. He it's that crazy thing we've seen him for a while. Five years on uh, we saw him at the old the other show, at, right? At at the first defy. But funny fact is the producer saw him on a episode of Anthony Bourdain when he was in Portland. Oh yeah, no, he's been around. Doing what? He, he might be a chef or was a chef because he has the bl- uh, the the knife tattoo on his arm, and we were watching it, and Zen's like, "Hey, that's a knife tattoo in the same spot that Cleaver has it." And yep, that, uh, he was on the uh, one of the Anthony Bourdain's in Portland episodes. Now he's just even cooler because he spent time in the same stratosphere as Anthony Bourdain. So, goddamn, there it is. Yeah, fun match. The uh, good old underdog and. Seeing that match, like the 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 photo, of like oh, I'm like okay, I know where this match is going, and I know for it be for over fifty years type situation. Yeah, but it Flaming was, it was, tried, it was but, good. Uh, to no avail. It was good. It was good though. You know, still learning. Was in a different match. There it is. For yep. Your next match. <clears throat> Speaking of which, my boy, he's back. Kane Cassidy, Woo. the uh, the old up and comer. The uh, I'm just, he's got next. I'm gonna say it now. He's got next. God damn it! Still on my lines. Still on my thought process. You know, I had him first. Deal with it. He was my boy before he was your boy. So you know what? That's right. I don't know about that. 
Team Caden. Uh, he uh, beat the shit out of Charlie Avell. I'm just going to say it. He, uh, you know. You would say that Charlie, Char- Charlie gave his best. Charlie Avell made a bad life choice. I would. Okay. I would. See what I did there? I did. Uh, at, at one point, took the old uh, body slam to the hard-ass floor. Ooh. Never a spot that I ever want to volunteer no, for. No, 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 no. Not that he volunteered for it, Cage. I know you're, you're doing yeah, it. You're yeah. just, this is what we're doing. All right, put so. me back in the ring. Got it. Slap me on the ground. <laughs> Check. Sorry, did you say throw me as hard as he yeah. can to the ground? Got it. That'd be, that'd be such a dick move, but like a good rib move if I was a pro wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> back in the ring. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I slipped. Got it. And then just pick him up and body slam him right there. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Uh, he, you know, Charlie got some offense in, or tried to get some offense in uh, a couple times. Kane looked at him like, that's cute. Yeah, I don't and like then Colzine just head off and, you know, various other Charlie, various other violent acts. I will say this, watching like every show for Pow, you can see the improvements every time. You know, Charlie, I think, I feel like he was part of like, the, the Rumble match like, the first time. And then the following next show, he was tag team. And then each week and each week, you know, the crowd's chanting for the, him now, you know. The, char- the, the character, you know who he reminds me of? It's Crowbar. A little bit. Late 90s, early yeah. 2000s, WCW. Uh, he's getting his reps in, getting better each round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing nothing wrong there. And Crowbar was awesome. But uh, I think it's safe to say that No Cell Entertainment is extremely high on Caden Cassidy. 100%. Except you, for maybe uh, that slap down over there. You're correct, sir. Okay, all right, make sure. Jeez. Actually, I heard Joe say he would slap Caden whenever he saw him. Oh, he said Christ. he said it's on site. Oh Christ! I thought so too. Mamma mia! <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Vinny has giant meatballs, and leave it at that. Yeah, giant meatballs. With, with that was that was in question a bunch during the night. With but the size of his meatballs, Parmesan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on, we, do, we can do better. Chance, guys. Come on, we're better than that. Anyways, next match. Winter in the Hammer Zone this time as the Hammer Brothers, old Jacket Sledge, defeat clean in the ring. Nope. Nope. Matt, hold on. Those uh, slap nuts from Blanchard Country, Lies. the Blanchard Brothers. Pass the, press the bread. Here comes the baloney from Mike. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Last time I tried, I think, didn't they one of the Hammer Brothers use their boot and kicked them, the, you know, and illegally? Yeah, I think so. We'll see what still happened. Toed boots. What happened yeah. was uh, Ula out there cheating again, as always. No, Ula uh, he doesn't cheat. Dropped the illegal chain that he had. Lies and slander. That was a pocket and, watch. And oh, yeah, you know Jack Sledge did a drop to a hold on Bubba. He just his face happened to land on the chain, rolled him up for the one two three. That was a pocket chain for or pocket watch. First of all, he yeah. wanted to see what time it yeah, was. What like time a, is? Like a, time for pocket sands. Like what time it is? Southern French gentleman. <laughs> The south of France. You know, somewhere around... <laughs> Ooh, la, la. Like, somewhere like, around... Ma- like New Orleans, France? Uh, like Naples <laughs> or Memphis. One of those two. Memphis, France. Yeah, yeah. Memphis, France. Yeah. Memphis, Toledo, France, Japan. Yeah, I, I know. I know They're match. close to each other. Come yeah. on. I, I can tell you where it's and at. And the Blanchards never cheat. And, never. And Mr. Ola is a harbinger of, of fairness and, yeah, and and fair play. He actually... Uh, he gets attacked. He knows the rule book backwards and forwards... Mm. And even if you just start in the middle. Yeah. That rule book is blank because he doesn't follow any of the rules. And also oh, he has a terrible hat on. That is slander. What? Oh, man. That is that's I, slander. First off, he, a, he is a a gentleman. He plays it by the book. However, 
Can he, dance. That's confirmed. He invented the ooh la la slide. Uh, yeah, the ooh la la walk. Yeah, so uh, the, the, yeah. the moonwalk. So, so and he's a, the what? The ooh la la moonwalk. He stole yeah. from Michael Jackson? No. Who? no. Who? Another no. Michael who? Another just blasphemous move from that guy. I will tell you what. Michael Jackson stole it from some dude in the 50s. I have the video. Yes, ooh la la. Yeah, ooh la la back in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. I was 109 years old. He ages like final one from France. Is, is either He either does that or he quantum leaps into himself. And I, you may not know this. Mr. Ooh la la discovered Andre Ruzumov in the hills of Grenoble in the French Alps. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> Brought him to Montreal. The rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> That's some old bullshit. <laughs> but no, what's bullshit is but, that, that the Blanchards lost. What's bullshit is the Hammer Zone became victorious once again. Nah, horror, horror you'll you'll never leave the Hammer Zone. It's better. It's better than the Danger Zone. The Godwins uh, 2K22. <laughs> <laughs> you know we need we need Kenny Loggins to redo the <laughs> Hammer Zone. Danger Zone. Zone. Uh, the Hammer Zone. You know you pop. If that came out to hammer, I off, would. You would pop like I a popped. motherfucker. There was a guy when when we went to one of the shows in Arizona for the Rumble. Humble brag. Thank you. Uh, one of the guys came out to a. They saw Jeff Jarrett live. Slap on. Uh, suck on that. <laughs> suck it. Um, a guy came scissor out. Me. Scissor me, daddy. Did he get, did he sell you any global gold though? <laughs> no global uh, global force. <laughs> this is soldier GFW. Um, <laughs> A uh, guy came out to For fair profit to to uh, <laughs> of course r- uh, the real a real American version, but it's Japanese. <laughs> Ichiban, Ichiban, but yeah, like it came. He came out to the real American theme music, but it, it, it was in Japanese lyrics. That's awesome. And I popped hard for that. So if you can do like, I won't lie, the Blanchard should get the Blanchard Zone. You know and this. You know how can he do that? Just saying. Just saying. But he only writes songs for winners, so he wouldn't do it for the Blanchards. That is... The Hammers are cheaters, and yeah. I'll leave that back. We are yeah. annexing Blanchard country. Nope. No. It's no. Hammer time. It's the... Uh, what is it from... Uh, Don't bring their Uncle MC into this. <laughs> Just sick pants, though. What's the... It's the line from Little Giants, the... That's a terrible movie. I don't care. Something Something in Puerto Rico. Got it. <laughs> Jesus. It's what he said. A man was stabbed in the bathroom in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Brother? I digress. Ha- Hammers screwed the Blanchards. In Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. Got it. Got it. It's so facto, I'm your boss. It's so facto, I'm your boss. <laughs> Jesus, this is off the rails. Maximum effort, guys. Maximum effort. Speaking of which, next match. Your open challenge... For the PAL Pro Wrestling Championship, as your I, champion, Funny Bone, the rightful legitimate champion. I, I believe he's the interim PAL Pro Wrestling interim, Champion. Interim, yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's start putting that down, the interim. I mean, a, you can put down falses if you want to. I'm going to put an asterisk. Exo facto. Where were you on January 6th? <laughs> I'll put a, Where were you on January 4th? Remember? I'm going to put an asterisk next to Funny Bone's name. And I like Funny Bone, but he's just not the real champion. That's he's right, brother. The, I mean, he's the only champion. Oh, he's, he's the interim champion. Interim. Anyways, open challenge. Correct. And who who should answer? <clears throat> but uh, everybody's favorite superhero for over fifty years. For over fifty years, Jaden's back. That's what a pop from the crowd. This was a fun ass match. It was fun. Um, I feel like they faced off in Matt at Mac. Yep. I feel like that that match. Turn on the Mac. That match was a. This match was good, but I think that match was a little bit better 
Well, this match, you had some great like reversals to start with. And mm-hmm. then at one point, Funny Bone hitting the superhero landing pose to Jaden, which yeah, was fantastic. Was cool. Funny Bone is a superhero. And Jaden powdering out of the ring. and just, oh, It was fantastic. It was good. Uh, there, there was like this... There was the the spot where the he I think didn't funny bone like cannonball off the apron onto like chairs and like the, it didn't move like the chairs yeah. just went I'm staying here dude yeah I'm a chair strong ass chair I'm a chair I'm a chair <laughs> what's your highlight I'm a chair a chair is potato <laughs> uh yeah the end uh, funny bone gets the victory keeps the interim world still keeps the interim. your legitimate pal interim. pro wrestling champion interim. And then the following just you know, so it sets up for the next night when he takes on uh, everybody's for homework, Chris Brady, and we will get to that uh, in a little bit. But before we get there, before we leave the Kaiser Lions Club, it's your main event. Let's see more of that action-packed action. It is the Rubble to Regret, the winner being crowned the new YouTube Wrestling Champion. Why is that? Uh, because Vacant stole it from Verified Steve Mix. Oh, okay. Well, he not stole it. Mix slipped on a banana peel. Lost his smile. The belt was there. <laughs> and like Vacant's want to do, picked it up. Vacant is... Vacant is more champion never been, to me. Vacant's undefeated, to be honest. Vacant is more champion to me than Funny Bone is. To Vacant is intern. a selfish bastard. He's grabs belts all over the wrestling world. <laughs> He's the real collector. Looking at you, Omega. <laughs> He's the no-belt machine. So this is a rumble, so you know it's <laughs> you know it's chaos throughout the whole time. Uh, Cleaver dominated about the first ten minutes of the match, uh, and then about the last, I'd say, fifteen twenty minutes or so, uh, Vinny had a large hand in it. Good. Uh, but in the end, your final four, and uh, for the rumble to regrets, when it gets down to the final four, it becomes an elimination match. I so like pinner submissions, a very, very good rule. I like that. Uh, WWE should look at adopting that. Immediately, because yeah. it's fantastic. But your final four are Caden, Amira, who came out number one. Yeah. Strap the rocker to I, woman of the match. Uh, Vinny Massaro and your winner. Oh, what? And the new wrestling with regret YouTube champion, Ziggy Dice. I just want to give a shout out to Vinny, my boy Vinny, for... I mean, it's one thing to just go out and dominate and win the YouTube championship. It's another to go out and do that while you're already the Power Pro Wrestling Champion. Right? He's double should, champ. But should should the champion be double ha- champ. Should the champion have the belt, though? Well, he doesn't, so he's not a champ. Uh, well, exto facto, he's the champion. The real champion. Wow. Interim champ, Funny Bone, can have his matches with, you know. People, people. do things. And- yeah. Wow. History will write itself. History, you damn right it will. So you're champion, Ziggy Dice. All right, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's good. That's good choice, Ziggy. Be- because of the I, with Ziggy, you can go around the states, as I call them. Got that rub from Johnny Swinger. I'm telling you, you just come up with that name, in the states. Yeah. All right. States. Just, just just came up with it. Just came out with it off the top of my head. I'm like, what do we call those other lands on the? Are state? they united? Some are. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> Forty-eight of them are. <laughs> Puerto Rico isn't. That's a, that's, that's, that's a lot of Puerto Rico. <laughs> talking about. Also. <laughs> Puerto Rico talk all of a sudden. Last time I checked. You come to us all the time. You come for the hot Puerto Rico yeah. talks. That's on, that's the other show coming soon. <laughs> that's the other show. <laughs> More on that later. 
It's called Welcome to Puerto Rico. Wait, who stabbed me? It's a long title. It rolls <laughs> off the tongue. It rolls off. Oh, God. Ah! <laughs> or how I was Bruiser brody in the Land of Sun. We love... <laughs> okay. uh, I love all places. Yeah, we do, too. Except for... I don't know. Except for Alabama. Don't say it. This is, carry fuck, on. Fuck Alabama. <laughs> I was a Idaho. Fuck Idaho. And Louisiana. Who's they can go fuck itself to? I got, I got no hate with Louisiana. She has a knife. Uh, she's but, looking uh, at me right now, so. But I don't can fuck off. Who's that? Idaho. Idaho can. Yeah. Idaho. I will. Either way. Fun night. Fun night overall. Love the environment. It's a cool venue. Yeah. I. It's a good look. Hopefully, it's uh, like a. It's like Girlinger Hall, but very like a lot more intimate. Like it's not so spread out. So it has a real like, oh, what's like a old WCW Saturday Night from the Georgia Mountain Center vibe. There you go. Mm-hmm. That and I was in attendance for like twelve of those four. What's and then up? The very next night, the came back down to the home base. That lonely kayfabe guy was in attendance. You mark at Blair Alley. As um, you were taking bumps on the night, doing well, bumps was, on the night. I was hoping. I was deeply disappointed with the meaning of the turn. <laughs> But you missed out. But there was wrestling, so it was good. You, you missed out, right? Yeah. So bumps in the night. Yeah, no, it's uh, another another cool night at uh, at the Blair Alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get your pinball on. No, I like that atmosphere though. Um, I just sat in the corner by myself, enjoying the atmosphere, but not participating in it. <laughs> as is my way. <laughs> Figured out. Lurk in the shadows. Give your balls a tug. Give your all. Give your balls. Everybody a tug. around me was. Younger than me and somewhat drunk, and I hated it. Should have super. But they had fun, so really, it's all that matters. It's all that matters. matters. Having fun at these shows, and guess what, guys? It's fun. Yes, it is. And uh, we started this night. Oh yeah, we started this. (laughs) I forgot for a minute. Started this night with a. We started uh, this (laughs) night with a pretty good contest here. Is we have Malcolm Flex, the honorable. There it is, Malcolm Flex. It's the other guy. Uh, I'm still getting used to the new gimmick, but I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, it takes me a while to get used to. Taking on Oregon State alumnus Cal Jack, the returning Cal Jack, who had his pocket of fans wearing that beaver stuff. You're in, you're in Eugene, <laughs> so it's going to be like a 50-50 shot at one of those teams. Hey, I'm yeah. just saying one of the commentators was gladly clapping for him as he... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good match. Uh Two big dudes. Yeah. Uh, you forget Cal Jackson. Uh, he's a big dude. Hoss fight. Uh, it was a hoss fight. He did. Uh, he played up to the crowd that was booing him. Mm-hmm. Did his good job as a heel. Flex. Definitely babyface here. Fun match. Uh, Flex got the win. And then they shook hands afterwards. And uh, interesting to see what's next for Flex. He's uh, continues to win. Continues to look good. Doesn't really. I'm confused. I'll admit it. I'm confused. So we go to the next match. Which is, uh, I forgot the guy's name because he was, I hadn't seen him before, but the my champion. As, uh, Adam oh, Ryder. Our champion. Our champion. Not, not my champion. Took on Adam Ryder and defeated him. Uh, I liked Adam Ryder. Definitely Ryder's cheated. It was fun. Uh, Definitely cheated. He was, what was his nickname? It was like. There were four of them. Or five total. One, one there was, was like, one from the north, one for the east, one for yeah. the west, one for the south, and one for all cumulative. One was like heartbreak. He was like something like Shawn Michaels, like yeah. like heartbreak something. Well, the outfits were reminiscent of 92 Shawn, too. Yeah. But uh, 
No, he's good. I liked his stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing him back more often. Uh, yeah. And uh, but of course, fell victim as all do. As all do to uh, the man, the nice guy, the Tol- champion, Tol- Sabaro himself, the true champion, <laughs> old Little Caesars deep dish himself. Oh my God! But we're we're, we're going to go with the fact that uh, Mr. Ryder is one of those things of like. We've seen you somewhere, but we don't know where yet. You yeah, know, I know yeah. I've seen him at least once. But yeah. I, and I watch a lot of indie stuff, so I'm sure I've seen him more than once, probably. He's there's, actually in the room right now. Yeah. There's so okay. much wrestling available these days that it's so hard to keep track of what it's I've It's a good seen. problem to have. Yeah. It's a good problem compared to my, you know, and others who are listening might know the, you know, the tape trading years were Oof. frustrating, but worth it when you finally got the shit in the mail. Like, it took forever. Some cases I forgot I ordered shit and it would show up and I'm like, "What's this?" And, then, and it was like Christmas all over again, right? <laughs> Christmas in July. I right? got that NWA show where the Lightning Kid takes on Sabu finally, yay! Hmm. True story. Oh no, that was intensely traded for. Why? Yeah, uh, why? Because in '93, neither one of those guys had quite made it yet, but there was a strong buzz about both of them, and so it became. Everybody tried to get that NWA anniversary, not an anniversary show, but it was a show in Minnesota, I believe. It's like April 93. It's Sabu. And, it's Sabu and Lightning Kid is in one of the matches, and they just tore it up. It was Lightning Kid? It was Lightning Kid. Oh, that's our X-Pac. There it is. No, Sean Waltman. And it wasn't long after that Sabu. Of course, it wasn't long after he ended up on Raw beating Ramon, but um, you know, that tape training was cool. But now you have so much at your fingertips, it's like fucking hell. But anyway, good good problem to have. It is. Yep. So. Speaking of problems, Vinny Massaro sucks. No, Vinny Massaro's fucking awesome. He's the champion. Third match of the night, we're going to go to our six-team elimination match. Tag Team Turmoil, as it were. The winning team replaces Midnight Heat as the number one seed getting a bye in the tournament. Because Remember, uh, uh, Ricky, Gibson Ricky Gibson's hurt. Uh, get well soon. Oh, what a um, bummer. God, yeah. So Jesus, uh, man. So we started off with uh, Reloaded and Flaming Aces, and they gave you your 2022 <laughs> high, fast, I, just balls to the wall. Yeah. I won't. I will say this. I liked uh, Reloaded. I, me too. That, they were awesome. I, I really dug them. They were awesome. That was my first time seeing them, and I was like, okay, I can get into these guys. I can, yeah. Uh, Do you like so first impressions them or double impact? I think over the long term, I like this team better. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, all right. Fun. Uh, Flaming Aces get the win. I thought they were going to lose. Like the the spot where they do the package power driver and one of them jumps off the top and does the kick and you know I'm like oh that's the one two, there we go. they're moving on yeah, yeah. I thought they're moving on and then they're like nope they're uh, they, they kicked out and I'm like. Well, I told you it was a 2022 match, so tons of kickouts, which yeah. should have been pinfalls. <laughs> that's a that's a company. That's a worldwide I- issue in wrestling. Something has to be a three count these days. goddammit. it! Well, everybody three count. One, two, One, three. Two, three. Yeah, Shane Helms will save us. <laughs> Stand back. So, the next team out is of course Dr. Cleaver and Prince Naja. 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 I said it. I just I'm dying slowly and I can't talk right. Thanks for bringing that out. You're welcome. <laughs> Hello, Darkness, my old friend. And um, <laughs> there are, the tempo changed, of course. Uh, slowed it down, and that was good. It, I like it's told a good story. They end up getting the win after a couple minutes. It didn't take very long. Yeah. 
And then out comes Most Violent. Checks out. And uh, I was like, okay, this is going pretty much exactly how I thought it'd go. Um, and then they did some grabs. And then theirs was a little more hardcore. The middle part was a little more hardcore-ish, a little more punching and kicking, a little more, but it's still good. And then uh, Most Violent get the win. Mm-hmm. And then out comes, of course, the team that should have just automatically received the buy. Should have. Didn't shouldn't have even wasted time getting in the ring of this. They should have just been gifted the number one contendership. And that's the Blanchards. Um, Bubba wearing shoes. Converse. Was that, was, was that, was that off putting? It, it was. It, it threw me off. It was, I was weird. Like, <laughs> I was like, he's wearing the Converse. This is weird. But I was say, I think because maybe he forgot his feet. He forgot, I forgot his I have feet. Yeah, yeah. I forgot his feet. I got to wear Converse's. Which he I told the whore to shut up on the mic, and then he'll punch her, slap her right in the face. Like I said, baby face. Baby face. Classic Hogan 80s baby face. <laughs> you have no idea, brother. Brother dude, brother. Brother, brother, brother. So they 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 wrestle for a little while. Of course, the Blanchards. Cheap. No, but no. without a doubt, win. They Cheap. win. And out comes those those darned Hammer Brothers. Hammer Zone! The screwdrivers. Get monster pop from the crowd. Yep. But, you know, they're inferior to the, to the Blanchards, like oh. everyone else is. How dare you? As they should. Uh, but they control for a while. It's, it's a good back and forth. I'm enjoying this uh, gauntlet. I like the tags. You know you know me. I'm a tag team kind yes, of sure. I love I love tag teams, so I'm, I'm digging this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, so here's what happens. I'll, I'll say what happens. And then I'm sure you'll try to say it's cheating and it's unright. But so the Hammer Brothers are running wild. You know, they're, they're kicking ass. And then Mr. Ulala, who knows the rule book backwards and forwards and sure. from the middle. Yep. Cheated. He comes in to stop some flagrant cheating yes. by the Hammers. Yep. He takes his shoe off and just taps the taps. Hammer guy taps. on the back to Ooh. get his attention. Tap, really. tap, tap, tap you hey, uh, it, broke the rules. Yep. You need to stop. And then he got up and scared uh, Ulala. Backed Ulala uh, and Jeremy Blanchard were backed into a corner. And then the hammer, bro, the bigger hammer dude. I don't remember if that's sledge. hammer or sledge. Sledge. So that's sledge. He decided he was going to do the uh, King Kong Bundy avalanche on old Jeremy Blanchard. But Jeremy, this is bad timing. It's, it's, an, old, it's an old baseball injury. Yeah. He has a trick elbow. And what happened is his elbow, his elbow schismed, and it accidentally pulled Ulala into the way. And he ended up getting splashed. Uh, purely accidental, I'm sure. Purely, yeah, okay. And then, uh, but Jeremy was smart enough to rebound, get the pin. And uh, just to make sure nobody else was able to cheat, he uh, put his foot on the rope to keep it away from the action uh, while the ref counted three. Okay, so that was a bunch of horse shit. I'm going to break it down what actually happened. Uh, Ulala hit, hit slides with a brick. That's for sure what happened. Hit him with an actual brick. And then Jeremy... Being the selfish prick that he is, wow! Pulled his manager, who has done nothing but help him cheat to win, into harm's way because he does not respect Ulala. Ulala is not part of the family. It was he can stay here first, and old. then puts his feet on the rope to cheat because he knows he can't beat him legitimately. It's, it's an old the pitcher's suck. elbow. It's it's pitcher's elbow. It you said it was tennis. No, baseball. It's, it's, it you said it was football. It's kids. I mean, Hockey. He, he plays all sports. He, he, he plays He's a multi-sport guy. Yeah, he was Mr. JV, All V, MVP, PPV, WB. He's UPN. part of the AV club. We know what's up. He was all those things in high school. Okay, he could have went pro. Yeah, yeah, and all of them. WWB. Just like Bubba. If Bubba, he could have been president. But that's beside the point. Can you imagine those State of the Union addresses? 
You shut the hell up. <laughs> I'll come down there and slap you in the face, I swear to God. We need more people like that. Yeah, we need a president like that. So anyway, uh, the Blanchards. So they get the vibe. Should have just been given the vibe. Anyway, let's face it. How about facts. this tag team scene? It's not even, I like it. And that's not, not even including teams. Midnight Heat, who are that's, out. That's Midnight Heat that's out. That's Double Impact running this. And you can move. I mean, you, the, the beautiful part is you can just put two people together and make a great team out of nowhere. So, so the tag division's strong here. And North, I love Northwest it. is hot, Reloaded man. look cool. Northwest is hot. So, yep. So yeah, hopefully the Reloaded sticks around because I dug what they were putting down. And then they went to the old intermission. Mm-hmm. And then they came back from the intermission. And here, as you want to do, <laughs> yeah, as, as as you do eventually. Last time I checked, they do. And old, old, old slappy, old Brand Zane comes out with Zicky Dice. First of all, it's the influencer, right? And, so um, put some respect on his name. And they they bring Vacant out because Vacant, for some reason, still has the belt. He's 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 Jones, and he doesn't want to get rid of it. He's pulling a Thunder Rosa. <laughs> but they get him. But they actually get him to come down to the ring and give up the belt. And uh, can they get can they get lose a smile? Does they can have a smile? It, 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 we all have a smile deep down in. And yes, he probably lost his. But uh, my man, uh, I must take my, my man, Caden Casley. I mean, first of all, comes out. My guy. He this comes right out here. and issues the challenge to old Zicky because Zicky says he'll fight anybody. And uh, that's a know, problem. And you know, he accepts, and they have a match. Okay. And my man Caden kicked ass like he does. Zicky, you know, Zicky's the resilient baby face. He's the champ. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I mean, it sucks for him. One night title reign. Whew, that's rough, you know. Because Caden's gonna win. That's what I'm thinking. It's sitting there. I'm thinking Caden's gonna win. I'm thinking two things. Caden's going to win the YouTube title, and I'm going to hit this guy next to me with a glass. Two things are going to happen. What happened? Um, neither one of those damn things happened. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm a fucking The guy hit Corey first, weirdly enough. Yeah. Sock no, he, he just continued to be an annoying little prick. And uh, so did Zicky, because Caden lost. And, uh, yeah, I'm cheating. Brand Zane, uh, you know, he's he, allowing he cheating. The, he is the influencer of cheating. Uh, yeah, he, Which, by the way, can I bring something up? No, Mr. Influ- uh, influencer. Um, there's been points that we've seen, I feel like ha- he's done three counts, correct? Oh, yeah, he plays favorites. You know what I mean? Like, he's come out and during when the heel, but when the baby face needs a three count, he'll run in and make the three count. But when Caden needs the three, three count. count, I got nothing to do here. He's adjusting his sweatpants. It's uh, it's not fair. He plays favorites. He's a, he's vehemently against he the. Can't, he can't count one when the guy when his own guy's in the, the match. The influencer can't count. You don't yeah, see you right. don't see Ula La counting for the Blanchards, do you? Yeah, I thought so. If he needed to, he would. Because oh, he's, he 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 he's, he's a cheater. Because he's a cheater. Because he's a dirty, rotten no. cheater. He, he with cares. a stupid hat. He cares and he would. He cares because he terrible glasses. The terrible glasses. He can't dance. I have been told by people in France he's a fashion icon. Fashion, and I, from what I understand, Paris is in France. Memphis, Paris, not last time I checked. Memphis, Paris. So I have reason to believe he is he is he is a fashion icon. He also hates cheese. That's what I've told. Confirmed. He hates cheese. Confirmed. Oh, okay, I'm not sure if that's relevant to the. I don't know if that's germane to the case that we're we're appropriating right now. Yeah, he plays it by the books. If he if he needs to make the three count, he will. Because why? He everybody read. three count one two three. The influencer <laughs> is 
is vehemently against the Massaro family. Yep. Uh, that That's because that he, he has standards. That's why. That is true. And he's also against Kate and Cassidy because my man got robbed here. I mean, you can't, you can't say that. He got robbed. It's a fair fight. You lose. No, you lose. You know, everything's on the up and up there. You know what was on the up and up? <laughs> the next match. Which I led, was led to believe was going to be one-on-one. According to the pros. Until, <laughs> chat, un- chat me up. <laughs> until they actually made the announcement in the ring. <laughs> the this was following was a triple threat match with a uh, 30-minute time limit. And out comes La Bruja, Abigail Warren, looking badass and uh, looking like, she ain't gonna, like they ain't going to take no prisoners. And uh, they're taking on, of course, Dark Sheik and Amira. Ooh. Amira Ooh. looking, you know, she's looking good. You know, she shows a lot of promise. That's she's still, match. still very green, but but doesn't really show it. Yeah. I'm um, real impressed with her. And uh, Dark Sheik uh, normally wouldn't have been my pick to win. However, introduced as the Iron Slut, which popped the Blair Alley crowd so much that during the match, a loud Iron Slut <laughs> chant broke out. Hey, you know what's great? Singing. Like, just thinking of that location. The people who live next door are like, what is that? <laughs> what? What is that shit? But I will tell you what, Joe. If you come out uh, billed as the iron slut smoking a joint, damn, you're going to get my your damn. self-approval. The, damn. It, it's that fun thing of watching all the POW shows at Blair, and then, like, night one at Blair, one person's on the roof, and it's, like, the light guy. Night two, the second time they're there, there's, like, three people. Like, I looked at watching it, and I'm like, there's like eight people on the roof, <laughs> yeah. and it's not one of the cam- lighting guys. Um, I'll say this about the uh, three-way. Yeah. My match of the night. I enjoyed, you know what? I, I enjoyed the hell out of I it. I ended up liking Zicky and Caden just a little more, but this was probably second place for me. This was my... This was a real fun match. Abigail Warren... Um, Continues to improve so much that that's like my can't miss. Like I, I just want to see them. I just need to see Abigail Warren at any point. Yeah, she has fun stuff. Improved drastically, and there was a spot in the match where she tackled. It was a kick. It was a kick. The flying kick. Oh yeah, the flying kick, and a mirror went flying. That popped everybody. (laughs) I promise you, and I mean. Everybody, that was insane. Um, good match. Yeah. In the end, surprise winner. I thought it's, but it's that old wrestling trope of when you add someone to do the match, they're going to win the. Uh, but it's like it, the match was fun because it's like that crazy thing of like Amira being the one to pull out the chair. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's getting revenge for the last time because. And connecting. And oh. I thought the first chair shot, it dented. Like, it bent. Uh, Amira did not miss the part in class where they said, lay the shit in. Yeah. Was not absent that day. <laughs> nope. You see her punches and elbows, uh, they, they connect. She looked like she took extra credit on that part. She's <laughs> like, I got an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. She stayed late after class. This is extra homework. I got an idea. Uh, good match. Yeah. Really fun match. Crowd was really into this. And then it's time for our main event. Um, in my opinion, I'm going to be a little... Uh, uh, turn on the database thought process here. They had an uphill battle here to me. Chris Brady over as Rover, as the old saying goes. Yep. But still really new. So putting him in the main event against the champ, 
Uh, the, what was that? The champ? Uh, right. Well, the interim right. champ. You said, you said the champ. champ. I, the interim champ. Interim champ. I heard interim. Uh, the core records will show. You said the champ. <laughs> the champ is here. Funny bone. Fix and post. Interim champ. I, I don't go to court. Interim. Everybody knows I just skip out on that shit. And interim. I, I, I have an interim me go to we, court. We need a Funaki interim yeah. <laughs> audio drop. Interim. Interim. So, like... It could be could be a little dicey. Is he gonna sell like tickets? Is it, is it a, a little zicky dicey? It's <laughs> you're welcome. Roll of the zicky dice. There it is. That's that guy Reno. Remember? <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> we, you listen to Monday Night The wrestling world needs Reno back. That diaper wearing <laughs> bastard. Brian Saint just left Reno. No. I think he left him behind. I think the uh, powers that be at Palpo Wrestling should bring in the natural born thrillers. Is what I think. We need <laughs> Mostly S- Stasiak, right? We need Sanders, Stasiak, Palumbo, Jindrak, <laughs> Reno. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course we can't. We can't really. You know, get a, they're going to set it off. If they bring them in. Yeah, they're going to set it they're off. They're going to set it off. <laughs> you know what that means. You know what that means. <laughs> they're S O L. The power roster will be S O L. There you go. And you know what that means. But you can know, you imagine the heat they would get with like a Blair Alley crowd? If they did that horse <laughs> shit. Oh my god! I mean, we would pop like a motherfucker. So I got to be honest. Chris Brady came out. He got it. He got a good. He got a good reception. But it wasn't what it was last month. He was taking on the guy. He's taking on the guy. Palpo wrestling. This, this, this is interim. This is his territory. Yeah. This is this is Funny Bones' company, as it were. Yeah. He's he's the guy the crowd has absolutely lashed onto. Lashed onto yeah. And that and he dwarfed Brady's pop. Uh, so last month is it ended with Brady coming out. <laughs> And challenging Funny Bone and Funny Bone verbally eviscerating him uh, to the point where I was like, wow. Because of me, huh? That's not going to. Well, we had Minnie's Bakery afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He's old. He's tired. He works with kids, I guess. <laughs> he's old. I'm tired. <laughs> Brady didn't really have a response. So I was like, well, that was one sided. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. Well, this match. You starts... by train, you don't usually have a rebuttal. <laughs> this match started the same way. He tried to do his little homie dance. And Funny Bone just punched him straight in the face and knocked him the fuck out. As you do. <laughs> Gets get the mic and said, you better bring your shit. So you have two, two options. options. You got two options here. You can get up. You can lay there like a little bitch and quit. Or you can get up and show these motherfuckers so, what the balls you got. Say Funny Bone is a fan of Devin. That's cool. See? Yeah. I'd like to see Funny Bone versus Devin. Any way you want to book I it. I mean, who wouldn't? Any way you want to book it. Who wouldn't? Yeah. So uh, Brady gets back up and he shows good fighting spirit. You know, he's... Plucky underdog going to come back and fight, but it, and it told the story it needed to tell that he had <clears throat> glimpses of hope, but at, at the in the long run there was never any real danger of Funny Bone losing the title, and he puts him away and wins, and it's it was exactly the story it should have told, perfectly fine match, for crowds happy with the ending, and then a giant right was about to be done. Because the real champion, the real champ, Vinny Massaro, that's right, came out to confront the interim champion, uh, Funny Bone. Yep, but true. Funny Bone started just hurling, <laughs> hurling obscenities and dirty language at Vinny Massaro, and well, he's no good bastard. Well, yeah, Funny Bone is right. So here's the thing: the Blanchards come in. And they attack Cheers. old Funny Bone. And Checks it out. Yeah, weird. It's so, unnumbered. Huh? Weird. Well, it's because they, uh, it, they during, tripped. No, what happened is during all of those epitaphs, he was 
hurling yeah. Massaro's way. He said something about Mama Blanchard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you don't talk about Mama Blanchard. Never. Bubba gets pissed. I will slap Mama Blanchard in the oh face. Oh, my God. You, Bubba. I'll choke Mama Blanchard yeah, out right now. Pissed her. So anyway, like so that. so then Most Violent comes out. Uh, and through this all, I, I must give you props. So That's 12.30, by the way, our time. That's what I said. <laughs> Horse hockey. That's... Mm. That's no, that's no respect. No. That's, that's, boy. So. Apologize. Uh, Go Phillies. This whole time. So now Funny Bone has Cleaver and, and Avell out there. And the whole time, Chris Brady's still just lying there dead. <laughs> he's selling though. He's selling like he died. He's just laying to the side. And so it's, I, I started to notice, hey, it's four and four. Because it's the Blanchards, Massaro. And hey, there's Malcolm fucking Flex. There he is. Hey, he's back. <laughs> Watching it. He was fully not heel. So I'm just gonna put it right here. The new gimmick, he doesn't fit in the family. And I think I'm just guessing, but I think it'll play out that during that four and four that they seem to have hinted was gonna happen down the line. That there's some dissension in those rings. That's just my guess. because uh, he don't fit. It's it would be like putting it would be it would be like they teased in '97. It'd be like putting Jim Neidhart in the DX. Be like, yeah, that, that doesn't fit. Would have been so great though. It would have been weird. Yeah, yeah say, the yelling, rhino tells you to suck it. Can you imagine him yelling to suck it while he's stroking his goatee? Suck it. Just I mean, suck it and just yelling. Ah, suck it. There it is. Yeah, the rhino tells you to suck it. <laughs> Goddamn. So, yeah, no, uh, they didn't announce any upcoming dates. They said to look out at palporewrestling.com and blairalley.com to learn about any upcoming dates coming. But they uh, seem to have built toward a forward, which Funny Bone said he'll put his, and I quote, motherfucking belt on the line in that match. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Thoughts, opinions. Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, he's going to win for sure. So, no, Vinny's going to win. Vinny's going to win. Yeah, Vinny. Yeah. But you know what's important about that, Corey? What? Great breakdown. Fantastic breakdown. Well, thank you. About a month ago. Yeah. <sighs> the man to my left. And I quote, I guarantee that Chris Brady's going to win that title. I mean, that was an all-time dumb move. What do you think about that? He didn't win that title. So I believe you've... you've we, uh... And we decided, this is the as it's from. fair... You said it is that when you guarantee something on air and it fucking doesn't work, you get punished for that. What the hell? And I've so, got there enough already. <laughs> unbeknownst to hey. us, Corey. Unbeknownst to us, Joe has written an apology. He has. Um, oh, oh, fuck. That he would like to read on air. <laughs> verbatim. Verbatim. I hope I can say the words. Without <sighs> without remorse. Uh, he without, believes he believes everything he says. Without hesitation. Without yeah. hesitation. Wow, that's a lot of words. All right. Uh, first off, can I get? Uh, first, can I give me service for a moment, please? Quiet on First off, I, I, I would like to thank Pal for uh, hooking us up so we can uh, watch the show. Well, Pal, Pal continues it. to be a fantastic partner. Fantastic so. show, fantastic. All right, uh, but, but, but don't let that distract you yeah, from the fact that Joe has, to, Joe has to apologize. I mean, <laughs> Quiet on the set. And you read it as is. <laughs> enunciate. I need you to enunciate. I need you to read it slowly, okay. so okay. people can hear what you say. Guarantee. <laughs> There we go. I saw that one word. All right. I was wrong. Man. Serious face. I was wrong. I've come to realize that Devin, a.k.a. Little Bitch, was the best thing to happen to No So Entertainment. 
His movie selections on the key were always five stars. And I just rated them for low, rated them low for a bit. His fantasy draft was way better than a C minus, and I just went along with it for some S and G's. <laughs> is that it? Is there more? That's it. No, no, that's more. That's it. There's more. You, I, I saw, you, I saw, you can go. I saw the teleprompter, <laughs> sir. That's a long speech. Come on, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Furthermore, I've been living a lie. In fact, I will help here. I hate. You just put hate. Oh, I, in fact, hate. San San Diego. There you go. And everything that the city stands for. (laughs) Horseshit. I hereby pledge my... uh, Oh, fuck, dude. Say it. Alliances. Allegiance. That word to the... Los Angeles ain't Dodgers. Also, my favorite wrestler of all time is the franchise (laughs) Shane Douglas. I guarantee (laughs) these are my views and opinions, and I would never lie about that. Well, thank you very much, Joe. You know what? No, it takes a big man. You're a big man. You know. You did great, Joe. Takes a real man to admit when they're wrong. I'll guarantee some more stuff down the line. <laughs> now, before we move on, gentlemen, I have been told by, by a little birdie somewhere that uh, across the pond, we have another road report from the lonely Toshi, Jeff Mack. Do we? Well, send it to him. Ladies and gentlemen from the land of the rising sun, Jeff Mack, the Dakai Sensei here with your Japanese wrestling news. Last week, I was eating shabu shabu in Saitama with the missus. Shabu shabu is when you cook thinly sliced meat in a boiling bath of dashi, usually seasoned with something like soy sauce, miso, and the tears of little bitches. But we have a lot of news to cover, most of it coming from New Japan Pro Wrestling as they had their Declaration of Power show, their autumn pay-per-view that really went above and beyond my expectations. Highly recommend checking out the Okada-Jonah match. And we have two big news items coming out of that show. The first is a brand new championship. The NJPW World TV Championship. This new title is to commemorate the 50th anniversary of New Japan working with TV Asahi. These matches will be 15 minutes in length, promoting a faster-paced match, promoting younger stars, and to be defended in smaller towns that usually wouldn't get a title match in their stop. All the matches will be broadcast free online through NJPW World and through their various social media platform. The tournament to decide the first champion is already underway, and the finals will be at Wrestle Kingdom 17 on January 4th. Only one night for Wrestle Kingdom this year, which I am very happy about. The other piece of news is a new member of Los Ingobernables de Japón, and that is 
Teton from CMLL. His introduction could have come off a little better, unmasking to have a masked wrestler who hasn't worked a lot in New Japan. Didn't work best with that crowd, but I look forward to seeing what him and Bushi can do in the Junior Tag League to finish 2022. And one last thing before I let you go. I heard from all of you in No Cell Entertainment concerned about the October 30th match with Keiji Muto and Hiroshi Tanahashi. So I made some calls and got that turned into a six-man tag, as now it will be Keiji Muto, Inamura, and Marafuji taking on Tanahashi, Honma, and Joseph Lessel's favorite wrestler of all time, Togi Makabe. You're welcome, Joe. But that's all the Japanese wrestling news for this week. Thank you very much. Arigatou gozaimashita. And to answer your question from last week, guys, Ichiban just means number one. So you're welcome. How about that? Um, uh, what did he eat? I think he ate chicken. Sumo sumo? Bless you. Bless uh, you. I, I don't know what that was. And I'm pretty sure all those names he said were fake. But uh, no, he um, okay if you say so. Just like it's you know Vinny's real champ. I mean we know how your your definition of real is. We know we get it. But uh, big news out of Japan, Corey. How about that? Six man, six man, uh, and also the New Japan World TV tournament for free. Yeah, for every match uh, for the title, be free of charge on New Japan World and their social media. So do so they move. show stuff like on their like like YouTube and Facebook and stuff? Is that Fuck like no. usually they're fucking tyrants about that shit? Really? Which is why this is a big deal. And I wonder how long they'll actually keep. Is it that. gonna be live? You know, or like taped to like live to tape? Like that's you know, good, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, that part wasn't because uh, it's not like it's you know it's not Kingdom show, so it's not yeah. their big show. That well, part wasn't drawn out. I wonder if it will be live or at least reasonably after the fact. Well, you know, we have a man on the street. We'll find out. Well, yeah, we'll find out from Jeff. I mean, he. He used his considerable um, influence in Japan to to turn that into a six man, uh, and to get Togi Makabe involved. So, see, he also he cares deeply about Joe. And, we yeah. learned a lot about Joe this week. We learned loves, a lot about loves Joe. Makabe. <laughs> loves the Dodgers. Loves Shane Douglas. How about that? That's crazy. So, it's, it's hell of a I will guarantee. Hell of a week. I will guarantee something down the line. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Is it the, the Phillies are going to win the series? You go straight to hell. There are him. So when Powell comes out with more information on their next shows, you're here. here. You know what? Stay tuned here. We'll give you all the deets. That's right. Or go to powprowrestling.com or go to nosellentainment.com and you can go to them or... Oh, finish your, finish it. your diet, right? That was it. Oh, that's it? Yeah. I was going to say, you know who will not be at the next Powell Pro Wrestling show? Who's that? That is, of course, Chris Jericho. No, oh, yeah? Why is that? Well, because he signed a three-year extension through the year 2025. So we have at least three more solid years of Chris Jericho. I saw that. What is he? He is, he is uh, a producer. He, he's going to be a producer and assist in talent, talent right? uh, molding. Yeah. Coaching like Moxley. Coaching, yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Ooh, boy. Chat me up. This one wasn't exactly met with the praise online that the Moxley <laughs> one was. But I'll tell you what. With Triple H coming back, signing everybody under the sun, Khan kind of had to do this. 
because Jericho, as proven by the fact that he continues to make a difference for AEW, means something. So you don't want to let him go and go back and be a Rumble participant and back on WWE. So this was almost a lesser of two evils. You maybe don't want him there like that, but you almost, if you're con, you didn't really have a choice. Yeah, so uh, it's weird, right? Uh, I don't think any of us in this room are giant 2020 Jericho fans. I'm not really jonesing for three more solid years. Jericho, not really a fan of that. Uh, But because of the shitstorm that is that company right now, and Khan can spend it however he wants to, it's a fucking shit show. They have to lock up whoever they can because a lot of those people involved in this shit show aren't going to be here in a year. So you need to lock up whatever name value and credibility to any wrestling fan you have. I said I it, don't like Jericho, but it's stupid to let him walk. I said it uh, about a month ago when I gave my thoughts on the All Out presser, and I'll reiterate it here. Uh, I would just let everybody involved in that go. It's probably the right call. You've proven your numbers haven't slid, so at the very least, you don't need the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. So I think the test will be, like, for, for sure th- those three know. It'll be the next two pay-per-views. We'll see how they do. Because how you hate him or like him, whatever you want to say about Punk, he made a difference he for did. a year. He did. All four of those pay-per-views did better than, by a lot. He they, did. they had huge year business-wise. We'll see what it does. And I'll be honest, even though... Because if they get close, then it's an easier pill to swallow. Here's, here's this. Here's me being a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I liked the credo of AEW when it started, and that was no divas in terms of no yeah. egotistical. It's a good thought. I'm going to backtrack on and say if you can keep Punk, keep him. Yeah. You don't need the other three. I don't care who was at fault. I'm just talking flat out who's the star, mm-hmm. who makes a difference. Hakeem. If you, yeah, the Hakeem, the I African mean, dream. I mean, of course. Like, if, you, if I had my druthers... And, and, if I really, and I, I do love to have my druthers. I know. I, and Smothers. Now, if I had to have my druthers. Smuckers? Smuckers. Mother Smuckers. Pepper's Farms remembers. I, I would not have signed CM Punk in the first place. No. If my goal was to have a harmonious locker room. Because the one thing you could say about Punk is that he's a cranky, persnickety, egotistical bastard. And he's rubbed every locker room he's ever been in the wrong way. True. However, is it that he rubs in the wrong way or he doesn't put up with the horse shit that everybody else does and he just says what the fuck is wrong with the environment? Now, I love CM Punk as much as the next guy. I'm not saying he's fucking perfect and not wrong in a lot of situations. But I would say it's But 50, you and I 50. both know that AEW locker room was not kumbaya yeah. fucking oh, no. yaw. No, not at all. Before Punk got there. It was a shit show before that. What do you think, Tony Cody Bell? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, Cody, Cody couldn't wait to get out, so... Honestly, Punk just shined a giant fucking light on the problems that have been there for a year and a half. I would say it's 50-50. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Because I have not been abashed. I'm definitely on Punk's side on this entire thing, mm-hmm. going back to 2014. Uh, but I actually disagree with you, Corey. I think they should retain the Bucks and Omega and get rid of Punk. Really? You so and this is this was my reasoning and I said it when it happened. At some point, Khan's gonna have to pick a side. He just yeah. it is it sucks for him, but he has to pick a side, right? Yeah. And with the people you have in that locker room, you can't pick Punk. 
Because if you pick punk, you alienate 90% of that locker room. Mm, I mean, you're you don't either. have to like it, but that's the locker room you signed. And a lot of those are signed for a long time. You have to, if you want that locker room to become harmonious again, you have to go with Omega and the Bucks. Now, you don't make them EVPs. That shit's gone. They're yeah. out that. They are just talent now, and that's fine. But well, well paid talent. Well paid talent. But you have to side with the punk with and Omega and Bucks. Are. Who who and I see your I see your point. Who there. can go longer? Oh well the, the Bucks know, the and Bucks, Omega have a, Omega a longer is about a, Omega's about yeah, done. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that side has a longer shelf Correct. life. You're not wrong. And um, and honestly, they have more connections to current wrestling than CM Punk does. Punk has other stuff he's doing. It's wrestling is not number one for him anymore. He has other stuff he wants to do and can do and his wife is about to blow the fuck up in a whole different kind of way. So I still maintain he only came back because he had to need money in some way. After that long, why why do it? Maybe he wanted maybe he wanted the closure that still isn't gonna give him. Because I mean, he left it a her like it's not the way he wanted to leave, I'm sure, but this also isn't the way he wanted but anyways. However, it's the maybe the most CM Punk way to leave. I mean, Austin Aries didn't learn it. You know what I mean? You, got great, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you got you got great storylines, fantastic matches, and an epic CM Punk meltdown. You got the entire <laughs> Dude, experience. You got punk in a year. year. Kind of what you want, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, right? it's the what's well, the craziest year maybe in you, his career. You gave they gave you every bit of it in one year. Yep. So I mean, that's a hell of a year. You, you, you got know? a sold out arena <laughs> on a. On a room. On a rim. When we, we said he wasn't here for a long time, he's here for a good time, and boy, were we right. <laughs> Besides Moxley, and to me, the, the jury is still out on MJF. Not that he couldn't be, but will he be? It depends on how they book him. <sighs> Who else do you have that can be? I mean, yeah, you can always reheat Danielson and Jericho for main event runs. That's the cachet of having legends on your roster. I think, honestly, I think, I mean, the ace I think they, I think they think they have is Adam Cole. I don't know. Right now, no. I mean, it's going to be a chore. But they've done it forty-six times with Adam Page, and Adam Cole is better than Adam Page. That's true. So if you can do it with Page, you can certainly do it with Adam Cole. Because the crowd still wants to see Adam Cole. Unlike the other guy who they are booing out of the fucking building. I know his long-term goal, his long-term plan, (laughs) is Kyle O'Reilly after that neck surgery. But that's down the line. That's a long-term but goal. What's, his, what's the age thing between him and Cole? What's Are they close? Is he, they're close. They're, are they're, they? they're both in their early 30s. Okay. So, I mean, like 32 or so. For some reason, I just pictured Kyle Riley being around since, like, 98. No, it was, it was the only one who's been that old is his fish. You know, he still had a piece of lunch rope in his damn pocket. Well, well, he's about to get knocked out in two weeks, so don't worry about it too long. Adam Cole is 33. Okay. And then Kyle O'Reilly. 33, 34. He's not even really in his prime yet in his wrestling career. That's fucking bad. 35. He's 35, so he's a couple years old. They're close, though. That's that's fine. Reports are coming out with Cole is that it's a super bad concussion concussion to the point where he might not return. To the point of they're not sure if he's going to be able to wrestle again. I mean, we said it about Danielson. You know, yeah. it just, he'll it, be back. It just takes time. Just, he'll be back. Don't rush. Just take and your time. Get better. See, he's working for the right company for this to happen, and because yeah. he can just do the Twitch stuff and not worry about rushing back. You know, it's it's not a, not a problem. Uh, or if you want to stay at home for a while, your wife has two high paying jobs. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> or your girlfriend that is. Fiance? So you're fine, fiance. Whatever it is, she's making a lot of money, so you're good. 
So we Bay have Bay. Bay Bay. So we have. By the way, this is what worries me a little. Uh, Khan does need to tighten up the booking. We are, f- as of tonight's dynamite, we're like four dynamites away from full gear, and there's not even the hint of a match happening. Because they're hinting at the Moxley. Page match in like a week or two. That's today. That's tonight. Oh, tonight? Yes, yeah, tonight. Cancel that. Yeah. Then, then tonight. That's tonight. So, and I know, and I get something will probably happen after tonight because that's he books kind of like New Japan where he doesn't dangle things out there until the the current one is done. It feels like MJF, right? You'd think so. It feels. I don't like know. It. And tonight's MJF cut a promo with Regal. Yeah. Oh, if we get MJF and Regal, by the way, I think oh. he, I think he might, be, I think he might go through Danielson first to get to the title. It's not bad. I mean, it's not to a bad build him up even more. Uh, unfortunately, but we, that also takes away an immediate challenger when he wins the title. Mm-hmm. If we get MJF and Regal at full gear, however, fucking <laughs> mark out. Oh my god! So I'm, I'm guessing that tonight, starting after tonight, and we'll, we'll start getting the full court press for full gear because there's but, no other um, like. No. Landmark dynamite between now and then, right? Nope. It's just no. weekly television, just weekly yeah. TV until then. When's their battle of the belts? Do they just have one? They just, they just have, have okay. one. And because of the playoffs, they had to have it live after Rampage, so Friday at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, the ratings, our time. The ratings like tanked. if that's the option, it's not really an option. Don't do it. Right? That's terrible, dude. Well, what's interesting is that. I mean, I mean, the, I'm sure the network likes it, I guess. But well, yeah, but this, the the specials were the network's idea. It doesn't do your company it was, favors. It was like, look, we want four specials a year on TNT since we're moving Dynamite to TBS. And they were like, okay. But then they gave them Saturday for one hour, and this one was Friday at 11 for one hour. So I was like, well, why bother? Yeah. I, what you want to do is give it a – I mean, I get it. Saturday's probably the night only because their show's on Wednesdays, so it's kind of hard to – Class of the Champions was usually middle of the week because their shows were on the weekends, so you inverse it. But I just feel like <laughs> you, you should just flip Dynamite to you TNT once a quarter and make it the Battle of the Belts. Well, how about you just make Rampage worth a shit again? To which, which is well, I mean, not that. It's not. I mean, it's the injuries made it not so great because he had to have everybody on Dynamite that was worth a damn. Gosh, you know, but. But putting it on Friday night at 10 o'clock, it was a death knell to begin with. So what it's, were you expecting? It's one of those things of, like, example, the day we're taping, the Yankees are playing the Guardians in game five. And someone went, what if it went long? Oh, like, it's going wh- to. But, but if it did. Yeah. No, it didn't. It, it didn't. Luckily, but, it didn't. Luckily it didn't. But it's like, what if it went long? What would happen to Dynamite? Kick it, over TNT? Oh, wait, NBA's tonight. Yeah, oh. didn't it start tonight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. So, so here's the thing. What were they would have done? And tri- Triple well, H, I mean, they would have put on. So Turner owns like four hundred networks. So they just put it on True TV. TV. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: Triple H is not dumb either. They, you know, they have NXT tonight. It's always on Tuesdays. So he he front loaded NXT with a bunch of main roster people. Yep. Right. Shinsuke. Uh huh. Shinsuke. Yeah. And the good the OC, OC the OG, Rhea, yeah, yeah Rhea, and Rhea and Raquel Gonzalez. They're all there tonight. Guadalupe Lopez. So, right. Because <laughs> yeah, he's dead set on them beating. Dynamite head to head this tonight, mm-hmm. but 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 they beat my promotion man. But douchebag, oh, trust me, I can go off douchebag. <laughs> not what you said two years ago. Fuck nuts, <laughs> um, Paul. <laughs> I wonder if he's still getting his nuts cradled by Ariel Hawani. Um, I'll oh, never mind. Move it on. <laughs> We're moving on because yeah, you and me can have a three hour talk. What about the fuck? Explain how media works to people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh. So like, 
He front-loaded his show with main yep. roster guys. Not to mention there's MLB playoffs, there's NBA opening night. Dynamite's going to have a terrible number, I bet, tomorrow. And it's not on and it's Wednesday, Wednesday it's on regular weird fucking Tuesday. Yeah. Like, I bet tomorrow when the rating comes out, I bet it's abysmal. But you know who's what's going to mm, happen? Yeah, that's, well, not, that's, that's, that's not that's coming not back. Good. That's not good. So, but you know what's going to happen, below don't you? Seven, like, below 700,000, do you think? There's a good possibility. Because so the it's so it's the Celtics and somebody and then Lakers and Warriors, I mean good luck. Celtics were in the finals. Box. Sixers, Sixers. So I mean, it's and then good luck. Gonna get some ratings. Good luck. So that's gonna be rough for them. But Triple H is gonna take all the glory. Like, well, it was my NXT that did beat them in the rating. No, no, dog, it, it wasn't. <laughs> but that's okay, man. It's like, uh, cool. Should we compare your ratings last week to this week and see? How did you get seen there? See how you want to? <laughs> do you want to play that game? Because we'll play that game. Yeah, like you're not gonna like the answer. They get a free pass because they've been around fifty years. That's uh, the way it is. For over fifty years, right? It's they're always gonna get the free pass when it comes to this shit. But no, they're gonna get hammered. It's gonna be a terrible rating of it tomorrow. So good luck. I think cons ever like God fucking. That's so we talked about it when he first started. I was like, that's a weird company to go with because of all the sports they do. Because, like, in March, they do all, March Madison and all of that. So, like, what what do you do? It's a tough Like, one. Rampage is going to get fucked again. Yeah, I know. It's going to be rough. Well, I guess they're working on something with Warner Brothers. Oh, that's for... Something down the line. It's for reality TV, like Roads from the Top. Or for other oh. they, they are happy with AEW Pulls Monster Numbers, so they want to try to get that into other aspects of Warner Brothers Discovery. God forbid you just let them have a good TV show. God forbid. Well, see, yeah, they, they don't want the good wrestling show. They want to somehow get that ratings transferred over to a reality show. So we're, now we're going to get the Dark Order cooks or something like that. <laughs> would cook them with order. Johnny Hungy! If... You were Time War, War was it Warner Discovery? Yeah, that's what it was. Warner Discovery. Warner Discovery. Chat me up about this. I have an idea. What if you get rid of Rampage on TNT and you make it an HBO Max original? I mean, it wouldn't do any worse because it's would do, taped ninety percent of the time, anyways. Yeah, and you would do just as good of a rating with a rerun of a movie in that spot. Yeah. The only weird thing about that is they were so dead set. The only reason Rampage exists is because they were dead set on having something on TNT when they moved Dynamite to TBS. I just don't understand why. Like I don't get it either. Like they were like, no, we want something a week on TNT. So I have a recap show. Couldn't okay, have worse. AEW Worldwide. To be awesome, Scott. Bring back, Sha- bring back uh, Shivani and Hudson. Have them at the desk. That'd be cool, but we have all that stuff in AEW. While the Ring of Honor would be HBO Max, right? While so, do, while Triple can't. H, no, they could if they, they just have to sign off on it. That's what I'm saying is if they want something for HBO Max, which or eventually you have to get the streaming on there. That's killing them too. It's been almost four years this company's existed. How this company who's like into the video game, like you don't have streaming. You this know, company, well, you know why they don't have streaming? Because you know they've been told. It's going to happen here, so don't bother starting it there. But now they're just at the whim of HBO Max. and Jesus because Christ, They've dude. got to combine with Discovery Plus, and then who knows what that's going to fucking look like. And then maybe eventually you hook it onto that. Do you know how much it'll help that company? Especially if they put the Ring of Honor library plus all the pay-per-views and weekly shows. 
Like, even if you have to wait a week to get on HBO Max, whatever. You but know, if I'm caught, I go full force. Ring of Honor. Yeah, I would buy the fucking Library Pro, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, too. Just fucking go ham in you on it. probably Boom. just give it to you, to be honest. But. Right? <laughs> hey, if I fire Punk, will you give me the Library? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Cool. We're done. Cool. Well, I was going to fire him anyways. Suckers. <laughs> you got conned. <laughs> But Triple H is in Tony Khan is the only one that Triple H is fucking. As uh, he's fucking New Japan for wrestling too. What if What if Triple H buys the PWG library? <laughs> be awesome. Oh you know, God. Well, he tried. It's like you know you can have it back, Connie. I'm gonna get that MJF guy for for PWG library. Yeah, I'd rather have MJF. There it is. Uh, so, Carl Anderson, the good brother, current New Japan Open weight. Champion. Yeah, yeah, I saw this tweet today. Scheduled on November fifth to defend against Tangaloa, which is important. Or no, no, against Hikaleu. Hikaleu. Yeah, Hikaleu. Uh, it's a big match. Well, yeah. they, were, they were promised he'd be there. Well, that's in Japan. Yes, it's Japan. What's the problem with that? <laughs> but last night they booked uh, the OG, their OC, OC? Yeah. against the Judgment Day. Yep. At uh, Saudi on uh, November fifth. Same fucking day. And people, you you need to be a little smarter because. <laughs> There ain't no way he can do both. People are like, well, I wonder if the time changes and the fact that it's closer than it is here. No, it's it's not quite doable, guys. It's not. Hang on. Well, if you take the train. Oh, God. The only thing worse than stutter math is Lessel math. <laughs> Lessel gra- uh, maps. Um, yeah. yeah, man. I don't know. You take the train from Saudi to yeah. Tokyo. That's no, that's no problem, it's right? It's like a two-hour drive. That's fine. Uh, so, and all these people. Oh, wow. WWE can work with New Japan. You idiots. Did you, for a minute, did you think that was a possibility? Did you think, like, he hasn't spent the last 25 years under the learning tree of his goddamn disgusting father-in-law. What is wrong with you? No. Of course he signed him to work there. Of course they're fucking over New Japan. Nothing... in other word, in other news, tomorrow when uh, day breaks, the sky will be blue. Well, if you wanted to walk from Tokyo to Jeddah, it's uh, 113 days. I know that's long enough. <laughs> what if a slight jog? Yeah, what if? I mean, yeah. we are talking Pick to up the a pace. good brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, there was that. Um, so Triple H is bringing back people. He brought back the Good Brothers, which was surprising, uh, and then Bray Wyatt returning and. Popping a huge number on SmackDown. Uh, the biggest quarter hour number on SmackDown in like a while. A, a year? Probably since uh, year. the debut with Rock. Uh, not quite that big. Um, but a big, a big quarter hour. I mean, that fan base is rabid for that dude. They have yeah, been for years. I get they, it. When he left, they were rabid for him to come back. I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. You know what I mean? Like, personally, I don't get it, but hey, you can't deny that. Uh, as of it's the Jericho thing, right? You're like, God, oh, this sucks, but you know. But I get it. It's fucking huge for them. Yeah, so. to bring them back. The, the numbers for the people who like that sort of thing. That's the sort of thing those people like. Yep, and you can't deny this proves that the numbers are bearing fruit so far. So, so he returns on SmackDown to talk, but he's not in any gear. He's just dressed as a shoot brother. And then are we getting work shoots in WWE now? That we're doing? No, he's just. I want to thank you all for bringing me back and giving me life. And blah, but then, blah, blah. then, but he's in his normal like he's like a pair of pants and he's Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. And then the mask man of himself, 
shows up and I'm sorry for the dirty, but it's just like he mumbled whatever they the way they edit him talking, it just he, it sounds like he's tries to be like Bane but worse. It's terrible. I I don't get it, but it seems to be working. So whatever. It, it is what it is. Uh the Wyndham Six. Is it the same day as Full Gear, November 5th? No. That's the two weeks later. Jesus Christ. Um, so, the Wyndham Six is most likely not going to be a stable, but rather he's going to play six different versions. Yeah, six personalities of himself. The faces of Wyndham? Yeah. Yeah. So, you're going to have your Bray Wyatt. You're going to have your Fiend. Fiend. You're going to have Uncle Howdy. You're maybe going to have this Wyndham Rotunda real guy. You're going to have IRS Jr. Fuck, I don't know what they're going to do. But, you know, one way or the other, there's going to be six versions of them. I just pictured, like, <laughs> fuck, oh, what the hell is that movie? Uh, God damn it. Not not Blank Check, but the other one that was terrible. The other kid that gets rich movie. Mm. Too many of them. Anymore? He's, like, wearing, like, the suit, the suspenders and the tie. Yeah. That's oh, what, that's, Richie Rich? There it is. Richie Rich? That's what I, that's what I picture. <laughs> IRS Jr. <laughs> so speaking of IRS, now that his son's back, all speaking of a sudden of he gets IRS. all of a sudden he gets fucking charisma. As uh, on Twitter, he first of all he treats I couldn't be uh, prouder of my son if I tried, but Bray, don't forget everybody has to pay their damn taxes. God, get it damn correct it. in April. God damn it! <laughs> you know, be hilarious who went to jail for tax evasion. That'd be awesome. How hilarious would that be? Dibiase is though. Yep. Well, you know. And then later on, he does a picture of Money, Inc., DiBiase and IRS yeah. with Jimmy Hart. And he's got his face over Jimmy Hart. Bray is, is Money and the Dollar Man, and Bo Dallas is, is IRS. I'm like, God damn it. You got to believe. You got to believe. Joe, you're awful quiet when these WFs say, I know you're at least more open-minded than we are about this Bray Wyatt stuff. Uh, He's wearing a fiend mask as we speak. Because it would be We're hard. We're going to pull the curtain back. He's wearing it, a fiend mask. It would be hard to be less than we are. Um, I'm just going to spoil the milk show. Okay. Okay. Um, this is not a show, Spoil. Spoiler. No, all seriousness, uh, Hangman on Page is being stretched out. They stopped the match. Oh, that's not good. Oh, the rest of the show. We'll have to f- look into that later. Um, um, let's see if I can see. Kind of shitting all over my Bray Wyatt talk. Uh, Priority, Joe. <laughs> no, well, do you want me? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's more important, but like. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Look, did, did a bad buffering? landing. I don't know. If it's legit, that's even though it's him, that's the last thing they need right now. It's another guy gone. Tony Khan might fucking fold this company tomorrow. He uh, might just give up. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. He has to deal with the Jaguars Monday through Friday. He's going to deal with this shit <laughs> on the weekends. My God. It's one of those things of, I don't know. The main event of goddamn Full Gear is going to be. They John might Mo- have to bring Punk and Omega <laughs> in the Bucks back just to have a fucking television show. The main event of Full Gear is going to be Moxley and Johnny Hungy for the world title because there's nobody left. Jesus. Is Marco Stunt still available? What's he doing? Let's roll his ass in here. Uh, well, hang on. Maybe it might be a thing. An old, an this old. is riveting podcasting right here. So anyway, Back we're to see with me talk. That's yeah, fine. Uh, so I'm trying to do research because <laughs> AEW tweeted out where's MJF five minutes ago, and now everyone's like, 
But they're it's like a legit like loosening up the ropes stretcher moment. Man, it could be either way. Yeah. Sean Scott Steiner's already kick him. Scott Steiner just starts kicking him. Neck first. Um this pretty much shit sucks for me, but Devin says Hangman either got KO'd or broke his neck. Well, I mean, so. Kurt Angle won Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. So. Of the two, I hope it's KO'd, but Bray Wyatt. But damn, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's fuck it. Just fuck it. I'm trying. But okay. Well, I'm as we're, he's going to be the world champion. They're going to give him the title. Yeah, no, he's been promised. He's going to beat. He's going to beat Roman. He's been promised two world titles and a whole bunch of WrestleMania main events in his contract. A fucking mark. <laughs> Old C minus piece of shit. Let's talk about who uh, does that in a contract. You can keep uh, a couple million if you give me three titles in a WrestleMania main event. Let's see who would do that. Hulk Hogan, brother. No, no, Hogan would not. He get he get the money in the back. End. Yeah, I was just saying. No, he get the merchandise not. and no, no. He's getting the money. It's just not base salary. He's <laughs> okay. getting the money though. I say you. If you're about uh, to say Hogan's gonna th- leave money on the table, brother, I got some news for you. Dolph Ziggler might do that. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler might do. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad pick. Uh, so, uh, Devin Moxie hit, hit him with a clothesline out of the corner, and Hangman went to do the flump, the flip bump, but landed on his head. Uh, yep, so that's all I got. Um, let's move on to uh, some of the homework from last week as uh, we're on the road in the territories. We stayed in Memphis. It's a good place to stay. Yeah, because uh, they could they could have done an entire 10 episode <laughs> series on just Memphis. They honestly <laughs> probably should have. Right. And then save the rest for next year. Did the next territory like do a whole territory like because it's a good way to get seven seasons out of the same idea, right? <laughs> so like, come this on, is, guys. This is all about Andy Kaufman and Jerry the King Lawler. Before we go, Corey. Yes. Joseph Leslie. Yes. How much of this story did you know before watching it? I'll be honest. I kind of knew a great deal of yeah. this because Man of. On the Man on the Moon. I never saw it. I heard it's a terrible movie. I've seen bar- I've seen bits and pieces, but also I I I remember watching one of those like E um uh MGF's bringing out a I don't know. This so might be a So full disclosure. Uh, enough about that. Yeah. Full disclosure. I in my late teenage years was a huge Andy Kaufman fan. Just a gigantic Andy Kaufman fan. Coco beware over here. You know what I mean? As uh, I loved that kind of comedy, like the the absurdist kind of, and like the like I dare you to laugh, committing to a yeah. bit. Yeah, holy crap! Like almost wanting to bomb on purpose because that's in itself the joke. Norm Macdonald esque. Yeah, that uh, it is. It is fair to say Norm Macdonald had to have been influenced by Andy Kaufman. There's no doubt about it. Andy Kaufman and me have a lot in common on a personal level. So, I'm like the. Jewish. Like, to, in today's, like, world, it's Borat, right? Borat's the only who really does that, right? Sasha Baron Cohen is. Who just commits to a bit, damn the, the consequences. He, he would absolutely be the closest thing that passes to a modern day Andy Kaufman. Yeah, wow. uh, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to say that almost disparagingly would pass. Like that's not disparaging. It's he's, as close as we get. Yeah, he's he's really funny in his own right. 
it's uh, hard to do that kind of style now just because of internet. <laughs> the world it's we live in, it's and it's proven with him. It's, I mean, the first decade was easy, yeah, you know, through Borat, and but uh, afterwards, a little harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaufman came around at the right time. He was absolutely fearless. Do you ever watch Taxi? I love Taxi. Yeah, I've never yep. seen Taxi. Love Taxi. Never seen it. Talk about oh. who else is in it? Oh, you're talking about an all-star cast. Yeah. You've got Danny DeVito. That's what made him a star. Jesus. Christopher Lloyd. Tony Danza. The Danza part. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was awesome, right? We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I don't know if you could place him, but Judd Hirsch, who's been in tons of I things. Hirsch. Yeah, he was in Taxi. Mary Lou Henner, who had a good career in the 80s and 90s in TV and movies. Uh, I was talking to my wife the other day. I couldn't think of another sitcom in the history of TV where there was such a huge success rate amongst this cast than Taxi. I mean, seven of those guys went, I mean, Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown. I mean, fucking hell. I mean, you're just, you're everywhere. Tony Danza and theater and fucking TV shows. Judd Hirsch is still working. He's on the Goldbergs now. Like, it's... Star, uh, the only one I can think, think of is the Mary Tyler Moore show had a, a really high batting average too, as it were. Or uh, oh god damn it! Oh my god, what is her name? Maud. I've lost it. Where did Mama come from? What does the hell? Oh, is the that Carol Burnett show. Jesus Christ! You I cannot think of Carol Burnett. Oh that, my god! Who's a legend? That's another good one. That, yeah. that, I mean, talk about batting average. Yeah. Uh, so those are all from the seventies, by the way. So, I mean. I mean um, but yeah, I love Taxi. I watched it all. I watched it the other day with my dad before he left. Um, I saw the movie from Queen Latifah. Yeah, <laughs> not quite exactly the same. Not, the same. Not, not as we would call good. <laughs> so uh, since you guys are watching, one of the greatest sitcom comedy pieces. We were talking about Seinfeld. Oh, anybody can take a reservation. It's keeping the reservation. So one of the funniest of all time is a taxi bit. Where Christopher Lloyd plays a drugged out, spaced out hippie in the late seventies. So Bill Walton. So he and he gets a job at the taxi company. Okay. They but they realize he doesn't have a license. So the gang takes him down to the DMV to, to gang. get his license. Yeah, yeah. Gang gets a license. And uh, the gang drives a taxi. Right. And so they're sitting. He's sitting there and he starts taking the test and they're going to help him cheat because he's drugged out and spaced out. Right. Yep. So they're standing over here trying to act cool and all that, and he's like, psst, psst. And the one guy turns around, he's like, what does a yellow light mean? And the guy's like, slow down. And he's like, what <laughs> does uh? And he's like being kind of loud, and they're squirming, and they're like, slow down. He goes even slower. It is one of the all-time classic sitcom bits. So good. So, yeah, Kaufman's on that. He doesn't really like it because it's a little too mainstream, but it's a paycheck. Good paycheck. <laughs> he spends almost all of his money. This is from the, the multiple biographies I've read about him. That's how big of a fan I was. Hmm. Spends most of his money. He lives in an apartment. He's kind of frugal with his money. He doesn't live the huge Hollywood lifestyle. He lives in New York most of the time. Spent uh, in what was unheard of at the time. In fact, one of his, his um, cleaner, his, his maid would kind of, she said it was weird, but he would spend almost all his money on subscriptions to the wrestling magazines. <laughs> he would just always be getting Pro Wrestling Illustrated and The Wrestler and all that crap in the mail. Uh, he'd go to Madison Square Garden, watch the shows, or any chance he could. And that's when he reached out to Vince Sr., like they said on the show, to, I want to do I want to do my female wrestling thing uh, in front of a live crowd. And Vince Sr. wasn't going to go for that. 
But luckily, Bill Apter was standing there. Hilarious to think. Because Vince Jr. would have gobbled that shit the hell up. Vince would have, like, came in his pants and said, Come here, boy, let's talk. Oh, my God. You want to beat my daughter Stephanie up? She's six. But, uh. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) But Bill Apter, thank God he was there because he's like, You know what? Let me give you Jerry Jarrett's number. (laughs) He might go for that. Well, you know. And, uh, because. The one thing I love about the Memphis Territory and Jarrett and Lawler together is the innate ability. They never passed up a chance to make a buck. It, I mean, you could dangle anything in front of them. I mean, like, let's do it. Wrestler to the bone. <laughs> right? Ah. Carney wrestlers to the bone. And, uh, you know, and much like the story said, he did it a couple weeks. It kept getting over and over. And finally, Lawler was like, I can make money with this guy. <laughs> Ding dong, the light went off. And uh, they did. Uh, they made good money. It wasn't completely sold out, like Jared said, but uh, you know, close. He also said he ripped his eye out, so he's in <laughs> it's, It is what it is. He's a carny. A cherry Jarrett. He's an old carny. Uh, it's the the greatest story ever. It's still him in the car with Vince. That is the greatest well, fucking story. And um, the numbers, yep. And what are the numbers, Jerry? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Uh, you know, you know, you know the numbers. Chicken sale. So, like, oh. they finally built to the match, and Kaufman is such a fan of the business, respects the guy so much, will do anything not to break kayfabe. <laughs> that he, and my, this is my favorite part of the whole story, is he takes the pile driver and just lays there dead, and the ref comes over to Lawler while he's celebrating. He's like, he wants yeah. an ambulance. I can't and pay for a fucking I'm not, ambulance. I'm not going to pay for it. Runs and back he comes over. back. Uh, he says he'll pay for it. Get an ambulance. Get an ambulance. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Smiling and yes. waving. Stayed in the hospital for three days. Three days. No soul, it sold the injury. Dude. Everybody. Jesus, man. And I knew the part at the end where they said that he never cashed a check they gave him. They were all that I remember the, hearing. Yeah, yeah, they were all there. He just wanted to be a part of the It business. wasn't the money. It was half fun. Just crazy, right? Yeah. Because he made them a shit ton of money. He earned that money they sent him. Yep. No, he That's didn't. nuts, man. He made. I had a bond with Kaufman. That's too bad he died. But uh, I love his Mighty Mouse bit on the first episode of Saturday Night Live, where he just stands up there looking like Lotka from Taxi, and he puts on the Mighty Mouse theme song Forty Five, and he stands there just motionless until the here he comes to save the day, and then motionless again until it comes again. <laughs> Doesn't move a muscle. <laughs> like, God damn it! Um, I dug his comedy. I I liked the stuff he liked. He's awesome. It's so great that they kayfed Letterman for like twenty fucking years almost. Right? It's so great, dude. And they weren't bullshitting. Uh, I don't know if it would still be on there, but it was a list and like the it came out like two thousand six, two thousand seven, mm-hmm. where the the slap between them was like number eighty seven or something on the greatest one hundred moments in television history. I remember reading the list and thinking, damn, they made the list. So, <laughs> I was curious about that. Where would you put that as far as, like, wrestling TV moments? The Letterman? The Letterman slap. I mean, it's, it's got to be Kind of taking it, like... Not, I mean, I guess you can't really eliminate stuff that happened like in wrestling, you know, in kayfabe, but it's got to be, was the Vader thing up there or is it close to that? The Iraq thing, yeah. Um, 
This would be McMahon higher. with Costas. This one I put higher just because this was a work and they, they fooled everyone. The longevity of the yeah, real they, yeah, they got, uh, The they Bill Watt story is great. If, yeah. I want to thank you for protecting the business. And Jerry's like, yeah. <laughs> That's what we did. You got well, Bill. thanks for calling, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> but yeah, he, he knows all. Yeah. Let's, let's follow Bill Watts. <laughs> he got his head on his shoulders. Thanks, Jerry. God damn. So what's this week? I, I am anticipating tonight. It's the AWA. The only bad side Minnesota? is... Minnesota? In Minnesota. The only bad side is I did see Dallas Page is on the panel. Yeah. But I don't know what good he's going to bring to it because he was only there the last couple of years. But he's a name. Yeah. That's all I they know. care about. So who would you have on the panel? If you had your, well, you had your druthers. I'm trying to think of who's still alive. Uh, from the yeah, interview. so who's still alive? Who would you have um, on the panel? Bischoff? Bischoff would be one. Um, you know about Bischoff, Joe? Hmm? You know he was there? Did not. Bischoff, that's so where he started. his career. Really? He worked in marketing for the NWA. He wasn't even on the wrestling side. And he, uh, they had like an injury. Somebody got sick. He was the only one in the building. Nope. Like, Can you do commentary? He was like. The night before. Yes. The <laughs> night before, the old announcer got a DUI and was in jail. Awesome. So Vern turned to Greg and said, I think Eric's in the office with a jacket. Get his ass over here. <laughs> and that was the day he started doing the wrestling <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah. It's in his book. It's a great book. Yeah. So that's how he started. I would have Bischoff. You'd have to have Paige just because the number of people still alive are dwindling. From the Jimmy year. there? Jimmy, no. 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 I'm trying to think of Flair. Flair in the 70s. So he may be able to have some story. He might have been around for the Mad Dog story, which they're going to tell. And there's a hundred different versions of the Mad Dog story. So it'll be interesting to see which one made this TV. Uh, Ken, uh, Ken uh, he's just too much of a cranky bastard. I was going to say Ken Patera because he's going to feature heavily. Oh, you know who was there for a while that would make a great guy on there, but good luck getting him is Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Good he's luck. He's not doing that. But It would be fantastic yeah. to have him on there. I'm trying to think of who else was around. and It's got to be from the dying days. I mean, Shawn Michaels was there. In 86, 87, 88. WWE's not going to sign up on that. Right. No chance. So, I mean, Slaughter. Is one of the Ganyas still alive? Greg Ganya is, but I wouldn't put him on there if no one else was available. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Just scrap the TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have it. We're just not doing Next it this week. week. Yeah, we're going that motherfucker else. is the most boring son of a bitch I've ever you know encountered. What? You got Bruce Hart. Let's bring him in. Yeah, let's bring Bruce. I'm sure Bruce No, there. but hey. But they are doing a stampede episode. If it's not just Bruce, they fucked up. It needs to be just Bruce. Well, I heard Brett's going to be involved in that one. Until Bruce takes him out, and it's just Bruce. It's just Bruce. It was all my thoughts, my processes. I, I told I my, Martha. I came up with stampede. I came up with stampede. I told my dad from the womb. <laughs> he started it. He sensed it. He sensed it and started it. I'm my own daddy. <laughs> I'm my own. If anybody in wrestling... Would try to convince you they were their own father. It would be Bruce Hart. I did it myself. I will do it if I get final edit. (laughs) I did it myself. I I fathered myself. Don't ask how. I did it. I'm talented that way. So what? uh, I've been trying to think in my head. Without? Mm. I guess sort of a spoiler. I guess we're going to watch it. Uh, What are the big stuff they're going to talk about? Ken Patera and Massa Saito with the uh, brick through the McDonald's window and beating up 
What really got everybody thinks that's what got him put in prison, but what it was was the fact that when the cops showed up at the hotel room, they beat the fuck out of the four cops. <laughs> turns out you can't do that. Yeah. Do you, turns, uh, turns out that's frowned upon. Turns out that's frowned upon. <laughs> Go figure. Do you have a match? I do. Okay. And it makes me sad because you're not going to see it. You can still watch it maybe sometime, but but Joe, um, okay. I'll text you the date. It's in my wrestling. 9/11. It's in my wrestling project folder. You know that folder mm-hmm. under 1986. Okay. It's going to be Playboy Buddy Rose and Doug Summers defending the AWA tag belts against the Rockers. Ooh, okay. it's a pretty famous match. So that would be uh, no sell award winner Marty Jannetty. Yeah, no sell Hall. Yeah. yeah, or maybe Hall of Famer one these days. You know, probably Hall of Famer Marty Jannetty. Yeah. So uh, that's the match. I can't wait. I've been trying in my head to try to figure out what the Portland cast is going to be. Come on, Blanchard. I, I'd be How sick would that be if it's Jeremy Blanchard? How uh, fucking sick would that the be? Gra- I assume the grappler will be involved in it. Lynn Denton. Uh, sucks. Buddy Wayne's dead. God damn, Buddy, that yeah, sucks, and it sucks, dude. Buddy Rose. Like, Roddy Piper's, Piper's gone. gone. He would have been fucking fantastic. I mean, if you want a whole, like, train wreck, holy fuck, what are we doing? I hope to God they got Billy Jack Haynes. <laughs> well, so okay. That'd be fantastic. I don't know. What is, what's Abdullah like favorite for? What, what's he going to be on? Abdullah? He's on the commercial every time. Stampede, probably. Jesus Christ. Stampede. He was, he was big in Stampede. Jesus. He could also be world class or Texas. He was there a lot. Puerto Rico? If they were doing a Puerto Rico yeah. episode, which yeah. I'm shocked they're not, yeah. that feels because, like its own. But that would thing. just yeah, his own special. That would just the be the Bruiser Brody. Brody, Brody, Brody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did they already do that? Did they already do the Dark Side? They did. Yeah, they did Bruiser they did for Brody. Brody. Yeah, yeah. That was season one. That's what I thought. Uh, Mr. Abdullah was saying he didn't see a thing and doesn't know anything still. <laughs> Weird. It's almost like he knows the people want him to say that. Hmm. Most people are that way. Uh, they're connected. They've got means. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Booble. They have, yeah. they have you got a little quiz for that man? Yeah, they have good reach, too. Say. I do. He's not excited about okay. it. He, doesn't th- he thinks it's going to be It's a, not fun when he just gets them all. One it's not fun for me. Yeah, it's, I think we're almost at the end of this one because he can't beat me, and he knows it. One dollar boneless wings? I'm going to start doing fucking raw episodes, goddammit. Then, then you might have Go me. fucking playing around, goddammit. Especially if you focus on 2021 or 22. Dude, fucking like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Raw from November 19th, 2021, goddammit. Oh, then I'm fucked. Yeah. Fucking playing around. Goddamn. <laughs> I know, bitch. <laughs> goddamn son of a bitch. All right. Kevin Steen defeats El Generico. Okay. You went with the whole different... Okay. You bastard! You uh, because none of the one it would he would have gotten every one of them. Oh, okay. There was like four per year. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would have worked. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, the early years. Yeah, yeah. Well, lockdown. <laughs> the, the All Night Express defeats uh, Up in Smoke. Well, we're in Ring of Honor, probably 2010 or 11, probably 2010. Up in Smoke, <laughs> or maybe even earlier. Who, who the fuck is up in Smoke Corps? I see these names. Cheech who the fuck and is this? Cloudy? Yeah. Yeah. Said Jobber team. 
Jesus. Cheech and Cloudy. Uh, Delirious defeats Austin Aries. Oh, okay, okay. We're definitely in 2010, I believe. Uh, well, I guess you want the next one. I, I, I don't know. The, the name is probably going to I'm probably going to miss this. He's going to get it right here. This is where it ends, Joe. Let's get a run. Yep. Roderick Strong defeats Colt Cabana, Eddie Edwards, Sean Devari, Steve Carino, and Tyson Dukes. Holy shit. I mean, nope. I don't have it yet. I know. I don't remember all the names from the Street Game shows. Christopher Daniels defeats Kenny Omega. <laughs> He's 9-3 entering today. Does he become 9-4? No. I have no faith. I don't remember the names of all the shows. Are you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... Kings of Wrestling defeat the Briscoes. Keep going. Last match. Title Block defeats Davy Richards. God, that could be like 15 different cards in 2010. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? What's the seventh anniversary show? No. There you guess. That's my guess. Death Before Dishonor 8. Death Before Dishonor okay. I knew it was one of the ones they do every year, but I couldn't remember the name. You take the L now. June 19th, 2010 from Canada, from Toronto, Canada, from the Air Canada Center. We're not Air Canada now. They were uh, Ted Reeve Arena. Yeah. Sure. You got me. Bum, bum, bum. I knew the year. I just didn't know the name of the show. Is that card uh, memorable at all, or is it just a card? I've seen it. Uh, now that you say what the show is, the well Tyler Black and Davey Richards was always a good match. Uh, Daniels and Omega sounds interesting for 2010 because yeah. Omega is just a yeah. He's just yeah. He's he's just that. Briscoes and Kings of Wrestling, that's going to be fantastic. And Justine and Generico always have good matches. So I mean, and overall, it sounds like a good card, but the rest of it's nothing to write home about. Kind of like this performance, Joe. Yep, game one. So, <laughs> this brings it into this week's episode of the No Sell Podcast. You can go to nosellentertainment.com. That's right, nosellentertainment.com. You can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, all things POW Pro Wrestling. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Baby! <laughs> A little late there, buddy. Uh, Fuck you. You can uh, find us on the social medias, on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitter at No Cell Entertainment or No Cell ENT. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to our podcasts. Go Dodgers. <laughs>